Hi there, and welcome to another episode of Starbound, a podcast for the spiritually curious and astrologically inclined. And I want to start by saying thank you. Thank you to all who have tuned into this podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for being here. Thank you for existing. Thank you for being you. Thank you for rewriting the stories that you tell yourself. Thank you for exploring your internal realm. Thank you for being part of this transformation. Thank you for helping raise the consciousness of this planet that we so sorely need right now. You're doing some big work and I'm grateful to know you and feel you and witness you in this expansion, in this growth, in this potent time. So for this coming week, it feels that we need to take a little bit of a breather, to notice how far we've come, to notice that from where we were last year, we are completely different people. And to honor our growth and how much work and time and energy we've put into it by giving ourselves a little bit of a break as well as a huge fucking pat on the back. Like we're super women and super men. Like truly. So for this coming week, I am not going to do such an educational um podcast episode it's not going to be about how you can do this or how you can get into that or anything that requires you to do this podcast episode will just be about you being and receiving um, whatever nourishment comes through me and the cards this week because it feels like a juicy tarot card spread is what we need for the week ahead so without further ado how can we best Feel nourished. How can we best be nourished over this next week? Just pulling some cards. Today I'm using the Lightseer's Tarot by Chris Ann, which is one of the two decks I have here with me in Mexico. Uh, oh no, I'm not in Mexico, hang on, in Guatemala. <laughs> Goodness, it's been a moment, hasn't it? Um, yeah, one of the two decks I have here with me in Guatemala and one that my mum gifted to me just before I left. So it's got a special place in my heart. So how many cards? Just three? Spirit? Four? How many? Okay, five cards. Five cards for nourishment for the week ahead. How can we be nourished? So what's interesting to note is four out of five of these cards 
are swords. So immediately I'm feeling it's related to the mental realm. So I'll tell you which cards I pulled and we'll go from there. So I pulled the Two of Swords, the Page of Swords, the Tower, the Ten of Swords and the Six of Swords. So which one to begin with? I'm feeling called to begin with the Page of Swords, which for me looks very much like cultivating more magic. Feels like there will be some big light bulb moments over the next week of how you best want to feel nourished, how you most enjoy nourishment, how what nourishment means for you. Because nourishment looks different to each and every one of us. What is nourishing for one person may be triggering or contractive for another. It feels that now would be a great time to just read a good book. To get lost in, lost in a story or in another world, another realm. Just take a moment to unplug and tune into, yeah, tune into a really good book. So in this image, there's a woman, she's uh, crossing a bridge, actually. She's almost at the end of a bridge. She's on a tightrope, kind of. A piece of cane, almost, it looks like. It crosses from one rocky area to another. Um, and so it feels like we're in this bridge moment. Bridging together new ideas, bridging together new people, new acquaintances and friends, new ideas, like I said. So yeah, there's definitely something about new ideas coming through strongly. To trust whatever insights you're gaining. To allow yourself to be in flow, in flux, your identity to feel changing because we're constantly changing. And there's magic in that, so much magic in that. It feels like a real moment to prioritize freedom and to prioritize groundedness, which you wouldn't necessarily think with the Page of Swords, but I'm really drawn to this earthy energy in this card. So anything you can do to get outside, to plant your feet, to balance your mind and your body is going to be really um, replenishing this next week. It also feels as well that if you're feeling tethered to a certain idea or belief, that you have a choice to let it go this week. You have an opportunity to let it go. That while you'll be gaining new insights, in order to gain these new insights, sometimes we need to let go of old ways of thinking to create room for the new. And so it feels that's gonna be a theme that brings us closer to feeling nourished this week.
Anything else with that spirit? No? Okay, so that's the Page of Swords. Then next I'm feeling drawn to speak about the Two of Swords. So in this image there's this woman blindfolded um, on her forearm. She has this tattoo which looks like scales. There's triangles as well. And so she's got this purple blindfold on and she's also got two crows, some kind of crow-like bird clawing at her head, cawing in her ear. And she's kind of oblivious to it. So this one feels like do not pay attention to outside voices that are trying to bring you down. People's opinions are just that, their opinions. We don't need to take them in, we don't need to absorb them. And if they are getting under our skin, we can release it. We can choose to let it go. Of course, when the timing feels right, when it feels safe to do so, when it feels in alignment to do so. But it really feels like not paying attention to outside voices. And maybe that's not just outside voices, other people, but also outside energies, outside... Um, media feels like paying close attention to um, anything outside of you that could be disrupting your peace inside of you feels as well an opportunity for meditation For coming back into the body by closing the eyes. For balancing our thoughts. Twos are often a um, good card for balancing. And so it's also worth looking at the side of you that wants to judge things as good or bad, right or wrong. Where there's that polarity in place. And to remember and reclaim that there's a lot of area of grey as well, that things aren't black and white. I'm saying this because there's two crows and there's one on either side of her shoulder, so it's almost like this dance between good and evil, you know, that classic, um, almost caricature image of there being a devil on one shoulder and an angel on another. And so it's also looking at what voice you're feeding. How you're choosing to speak to yourself. And whether, and just reflecting and witnessing on whether it's on the more um, critical side or whether it's on the more nourishing, replenishing side. Um, and even if it is on the more critical side, to know that you don't have to believe it, that your thoughts are just that, they're just thoughts. They aren't you, not at your pure essence. And these thoughts often don't really come from you. They often come from places outside of you, people outside of you, moments outside of you.
energies from outside of you. And so you don't have to buy into it. Don't buy into the bullshit is what I hear. And keep um, focused on your own path. Don't need to compare your path to another. And when you don't compare, when you just stay on your own track, Life becomes sweeter and more magical and you can trust the flow of it more because you're not setting yourself against a standard that you should be somewhere else. Okay, so that's the Two of Swords. Which one is next, Spirit? Okay, the Ten of Swords comes up next. So with the Ten of Swords, again, there's a woman with bare feet, similar to the Page of Swords. But this time she's on solid ground. She's wearing this beautiful, floaty, orange, orangey-yellow dress. She's got these crows flying above her. And she's walking either away or towards something. We don't really know. But the crows this time aren't stuck to her like they were with the two of swords, they are released, they're flying above her with ease. The ten of swords, what does this represent today for nourishment for the week ahead? To keep focused on what brings you joy and nourishment. To walk away from situations that don't provide that. To walk away from it at any time that feels necessary. Feeling called to give a very tangible example. So yesterday I was in a restaurant and I really wasn't feeling the energy of the place. I'd actually been going um, to this town in Lake Atitlan um, called San Marcos, which I really, for some reason, its energy just doesn't feel nourishing for me. But there was uh, the cash points here in San Pedro were out of money. And so I was like, okay, I have 10 quetzal, which is about one pound to get me across the lake to San Marcos. So I'll just do that so I can get money there. And I get a bite of lunch. But at this restaurant, it just felt so, um, there was this really intense, um, unsettling energy. Um, and there was a real moment where I considered walking away and retrospectively I wish I had um, and so this is like n not a cautionary tale but just a reminder that in moments where you feel that unsettled and that and that you're not receiving nourishment from a place or situation or um, interaction environment you can walk away and I didn't yesterday but I have in previous situations and every single time I have it has proved deeply nourishing and actually helped me build my trust in myself that I put myself first and did walk away so that was kind of a backwards tale to say what not to do and just to keep trusting that instinct on when you don't feel a sense of nourishment that you can walk away whenever you want. And then maybe guilt 
and fear that arises from doing that. What will people think of me? Will I be seen as rude? Just noticing all of that and choosing yourself anyway. And also just to keep taking it step by step. We don't have to see the whole path in order to take the next step. And just by slowing down and focusing one step at a time will also be a perfect opportunity and a way to slow down our nervous systems and find more nourishment and more replenishment over the next week. Up next, we have the Six of Swords. So in the Six of Swords, there's this woman, at least in this boat, in this um, particular deck, there's this woman in a boat, in a wooden boat. She's in the middle of this storm. It looks like she's almost at shore. She's carrying a kind of a luggage case and she's wearing this beautiful, vibrant red shawl. And she's being pulled by three crows. There's three crows that are pulling the boat and then there's three crows that uh, are in the background where the rain is slashing down and they're more free. So with this image, it feels like a reminder that you are almost at your destination. That you're almost at shore. That this uh, period of turbulence is almost at an end which it certainly is in England with these lockdown um, rules and limitations lifting. And also as well, it feels like a reminder, like I mentioned in my taroscopes on Instagram the other day when I pulled this card for Pisces, that you can let life lead you. You don't need to be the one pulling the boat the whole time. The universe, guides, spirits can help you pull the boat too. And that your ancestors are behind you on this. They're encouraging you. They're supporting you. You are not alone on this journey. Even though it feels like it sometimes. Even though it feels dark and you feel cold and wet and hollow and slightly hopeless and despairing that there's a force that is pulling you along that you are always closer to shore than you really think and to remember and reclaim your magic I'm saying this because in the distance where the three three crows are that are flying in the background there's this little um, cragged piece of rock kind of like a tower of rock that's just jutting out from the ocean. And there's a little star at the top of it. It feels like a lighthouse, it feels like hope. It also feels like a reminder of your own magic, your divinity. And that we're constantly navigating this beautiful and uncomfortable dichotomy that we are both divine and human that we have real human, difficult, tender experiences. And we also 
that within that there is a lot of magic, a lot of transformation, a lot of healing. For me, it feels like a reference to the star card that really this week we need to focus on tending to our nervous systems. Seeing what state our nervous system might be in. Are we feeling we need to, we want to fight? Are we feeling we want to run away and flee? Or are we in more freeze mode, just feeling a bit paralyzed, a bit stuck? Whatever mode you may be in, what does that mode need to feel nourished, to feel seen, to feel heard, to feel witnessed? Not to be fixed, but to be loved. And to then implement that nourishment that it needs, to take action on that nourishment it needs. And that can be just sitting still and doing nothing. And it can also be doing a powerful workout to release that energy. And it can also be sitting down and watching Netflix or reading a book. And it can also be turning on some music and dancing around. And it can also be phoning that friend who you love, who you feel safe around, who you like nine times or 99 times out of 100 feel nourished by. Taking those choices making those choices, and then taking action on it. Anything else with this one, Spirit? To remember your own strength. To remember how far you've come. To remember your boldness and courage and brightness even in the middle of a storm. That you shine as radiantly and vibrantly and beautifully as this woman's red shawl does in the middle of this ocean and the storm that surrounds her. So that is the Six of Swords. And then we now move on to the final card of the spread for this next week. And it's the tower. So unlike the previous four cards that I've just been channeling and reading, this is a major arcana, or arcana, depending on how you want to pronounce it. The others were all from the minor arcana, from the suit of the swords, which represents air, our mental realm, our thoughts, beliefs, communication styles. And now we enter the realm of the tower. With the tower, this week is all about big transformation. that we may be feeling unrooted. That we may be feeling this desire to plant seeds for our future. That we may be feeling like we've just emerged from this chrysalis and are now flying around like butterflies. We haven't quite yet found our wings, but we are starting to. 
We are looking up in awe and wonder at the craziness that we call this life. We're having big, big bursts of insight this next week. And how we can find nourishment during this is by trusting the chaos. Trusting that we're being woken up to greater levels than we ever have before. Trusting that it is, there is so much light and splendor within the darkness, within the shadow. Trusting that things are being stirred up because they need to be stirred up. feels a little bit less about thinking and more about embodiment. There's no humans in this card. It's just animal energy. There's four beautiful monarch butterflies. And then a squirrel with two acorns next to him or her. So perhaps as well this week, it's worth tuning into animal energies whether you have an animal yourself that you can snuggle up against or whether you can call on an animal spirit that most appeals to you, most calls to you, that will provide some nourishment and some support and grounding while we move through this transformation. It will help us feel um, more settled, more safe, more grounded. So perhaps we take a moment now to tune into what animal guide would most like to show up for you. So if you feel you want to and are ready to, you can close your eyes. Come back into the breath. Arrive back into the body how is your body feeling today mine is feeling a little bit stiff and tight especially in my shoulders and neck how is yours feeling Can you feel your feet on the ground or on the sofa or wherever you may be sitting or lying? Take a moment to just tune into your feet. To feel the, the skin of your feet against whatever surface they may be on. If you're wearing socks to feel the fabric of the sock touching your feet. To notice when your body is feeling more at ease and relaxed. 
and where maybe feeling a little bit more tight or tender without judgment, just noticing. And tuning into the heart. Into the throat, the breath. Noticing where your breath flows and where it doesn't. Tuning into the third eye between your eyebrows. And the crown at the top of your head. And now asking spirit and yourself which animal guide most wants to show up for you and support you and nourish you over the next week. Whatever animal comes to mind that is perfect. Don't second guess it. Perhaps it won't be so much a visual, it will just be a feeling or sense of an animal. Perhaps as well, multiple animals will show up for you. That is beautiful too. And perhaps you'll just hear what animal is coming through for you when you ask yourself in your heart whatever chakra wants to speak to you about who this animal might be. Just take a moment to welcome this animal or these animal spirits into your field. Thank them for showing up. And ask them what they are here to teach you over the course of the next week. If no answer comes up, that is beautiful, perfect. There's no rush.
And it could always be that they are here to just share their energy with you, to imprint some of their energetic wisdom so that you can learn that way on a feeling level and less on an intellectual level. Either way is perfect. So we now ask these animal spirits to bring us nourishment and care of the next week. To know we can cultivate a relationship with them, ask them questions, converse, ask for their support at any time that feels difficult or challenging, or any time where you feel you need encouragement, where you want to feel celebrated, to have someone on your, on your side and on your team. And call on them whenever, just knowing that we have asked and continue to ask for their lightness and their energy to show up and help us for our highest and best and with love and nothing less than that. So Whenever feels ready, we're going to slowly come out of this more meditative place and arrive back into this moment. Perhaps that looks like moving your fingers or your toes, shaking your shoulders, Moving your neck around in a circle, whatever your body feels it needs. And when you feel ready to open your eyes and arrive back into this moment, into this place, into this body, and back into your heart. So my loves, I hope that provided some nourishment for this week ahead. Let me know how it landed with you. I'd be so curious to hear which animal spirit showed up for you. Mine were the crab and a little mouse, like a field mouse. So I'm going to trust that medicine is perfect for what I need right now. Um, so yeah, if you feel called to share with me which animal spirit showed up, I would be delighted to hear. And if you don't, that is beautiful and sacred too. And to remind you for this next week to just be gentle on yourselves. We're all doing the best we can. That may look different for each of us individually. But to know that you are needed here, you are important here on this planet right now. And that I see you, and I witness you, and I celebrate you. And I will tune back in, likely next week, 
or at a stretch the week after. And I will speak to you soon. Lots of love in the meantime, and bye for now.